sir. We wear caps and sleeves at this level, son. Understood? have a good episode for you guys we got a lot to talk about and it's all pretty good uh the cleveland guardians uh your cleveland guardians our cleveland guardians here at the california penal league podcast uh they are 14 and 4 in their last 18 games i had to do some quick addition there for a second it's late uh they are 14 and 4 they've won what 13 of their last 16 they just as of this recording, swept the Colorado Rockies for the first time in Denver. I think it, it was no, ever, no, it was like they got their first win in Denver in like over twenty years. Yes, it was like because seven thousand days. It was wild. It, it was yeah. something insane. So not only that, they also just swept them um, yeah. to start a, I believe, nine game road trip uh, that now swings to L.A. and then to Minnesota, but. Uh, that all being said, the Guardians, holy hell, are playing very good baseball. And uh, I want to get very quickly in a couple words. Tell me how you tell me how you're feeling. Give, give me your feelings on the Guardians right now, Chris. Excited. And. Proven right. I'm going to do a victory. You do like to be proven right. Yeah. I'm going to do a victory lap. Nothing gets harder than being proven right. Oh yeah. Anytime my wife, my wife, you know, says you're right. Oh, it is. Kids have to go to their rooms. (laughs) It is. (laughs) That is music to my ears. It's daddy's um, daddy's going to the basement for a bit. It gets me feeling a certain way. Mommy um, and I will be back in four minutes. <laughs> it happens about, yeah, I mean, it happens about like once oh, every man. six months that she tells me I'm right. So, mm. okay. you know, I'm, we're getting I, a lot. I, we're getting a lot of. Uh, I mean, these are a lot of details. That I, I I don't think that you guys. I didn't know about. I was. We were going down this path, but uh, I don't. Yeah, I you mean, know, this is important. You asked. I mean, that is true. Just being that honest. is true. Yeah. All right, so, Fabs. What are you? If you can't you handle at? the truth. Um, (laughs) um, I would say excited by our youth and happy that we're winning while not having to do everything perfect or play well beyond our means, Mm. which tells me that it isn't fluky, that we are, we, we have the capability to be sustainable. An example of that is we haven't had mind-blowing starting pitching. No, but it has, got, it has gotten a lot better it's gotten, than where it it's was. Gotten a lot be- it's gotten a lot better, but it hasn't been, you know, she, Bieber's had three shutouts. McKenzie's had two shutouts. Quantrill has had a, like, 1.2 ERA over the last four starts. They've all pitched a lot better, and, like, I don't think you could go on a run like this if they were all pitching, like, how they were pitching, but I'm just happy that, you know, we're not having, you know, anomalies all over the place to say, like, sure. this isn't sustainable. Sure. It is. I mean, there, there's so much to like about this team right now. They're, they're so fun to watch. They clearly love playing together. Um, 
there's a lot of guys having like great individual runs. Um, the lineup is kind of like you're, you're entering a phase where now Ahmed Rosario is the guy that's hot. Yeah. Jose Ramirez is the guy that's going to be, he's having a, you know, the MVP caliber you, season. Yeah. You're running out Easily. of superlatives for him. I mean, but, and I, and I am afraid of what's going to happen as like the season wears on and like him and judge kind of go one, two in terms of like the race for MVP. Cause I have a feeling we all know how that's going to shake out, but He's your stalwart in the middle of the lineup. But, like, what's interesting is, like, you know, okay, at the beginning of the season, like, Straw and Quan really were hot bats that led to Ramirez getting RBI opportunities. Um, Ahmed Rosario is now the hot bat. Jimenez has come on recently. Um, But the thing that I was kind of getting at is, like, where you can start to, like, see things taking shape and get excited about, like, the direction of the team is... Every facet is going well right now, right? Like you've got three starting pitchers in Bieber, Quantrill, and McKenzie where like they've settled in and you really Mm -hmm. kind of under, you sort of know what to expect. And it's usually a pretty solid outing. I mean, I think this is like the eighth straight outing that McKenzie went like six innings. Yeah. This last start. Yep. Um, The bullpen while it has its shaky moments and guys like Sandlin and Stefan recently, um, Eli Morgan has like transformed the bullpen. He saved us. I mean, he went two innings today. I would be. And I I love that about this guy. The funny thing is I'd almost say beyond Jose Ramirez, he might be your second most important player on the team right now. I don't Um, know if that would be that much of a stretch. I don't think that that's out of, you know, that that's not, that's nothing crazy or yeah. Out of, you know, out of the, I mean, think, think if you had Nick Sandler as your, as like your only option in like the seventh or eighth inning right now, you'd be in some deep trouble. Yeah. Yeah. You you would not be two or three more losses in this last stretch. Totally. Totally. Um, and and so class a class a has been just remarkable. He's He's going to be an all star. They're gonna. They might have three all stars. I should think the, they should I have think more they in could my have estimation, three. but I think three is probably where we. I think if that. Naylor had been healthy the whole season, they would have four. I would agree with that. I think. Well, uh, really quick, who are you? Well, okay, so it's Jose Ramirez, Emmanuel Clase, and then who would be your third? Jimenez. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that would be. He is too. better. He is a better WAR than um, Altuve right now. With so yeah. many fewer at like his numbers are like pretty comparable. He's he's lower in some areas, but like he's he's played a lot fewer games too. He has so many fewer at bats than him. I hope he gets a reserve spot. He I think he should. Um he, he probably assuming, could or he could be like that injury replacement type. Yeah. Too. Yeah. yeah, it's just uh I mean if, what's, if like he, sorry, go for this. Oh, no, sorry. I was just going to say that this is sort of that time where everything's clicking all at once. Um, and I think that's like different than what you've seen in recent years. Obviously, the years where, you know, 2016 and 17, they were at the height of their kind of like contention window previously. But like the the way that like the offense has been transformed allows you to go through these stretches where if the pitching's clicking, there's a good chance the offenses as well, or at least playing like well enough 
to where like Love now me. you're just watching really good baseball. That that's really what it is. It's just good baseball. Good fundamentals. Let me just put this out there too. After today's game. So your point, Steve, about the about the hitting in the lineup. After today's game, there were two guys in the starting lineup today with batting averages below 270. And one of those guys, Owen Miller, is at 268. The other was Austin Hedges, who's hitting 172. And <laughs> was and it the, was it a catcher? And he he actually went one for four with an RBI today. So he got that RBI. He got yeah. that batting average up. He got that batting average up too. Um, yeah. But they've even said as much as they don't care about the batting average for the catcher as long as they're playing a good defense. Yeah, they pretty much. Also, you got you got Bo. You got Bo Naylor coming up, and if he if he proves to be like anything at all, it's just like holy hell. Like what? And it's just like the idea of what are you going to? None of our. They just announced the top hundred prospects in baseball. The Guardians have six, the most of any team. Like none of those guys are playing right now. Like where where are well, they going to fit in? It's just that's the best where it gets problem interesting. To have. This is where it gets really really fun and interesting so moving forward. And to your point earlier, Steve, about this team being a collective and playing well together, I really don't know who, like, I mean, we have to, we're probably going to have to ship out some major league talent. I, I really don't know who I want to give up. I don't, the funny I thing mean, is, man, I was thinking that, about that. There's only one name that comes up to mind, and it's because I don't see a spot for him beyond this year. Okay, and, and I know you're going to say Med Rosario, but here's the thing. Here's the thing with him, because I've, I've understood that point, and I've gone back and forth on it myself, and it's not just because he's in the middle of a hot streak where he's closing in on a 100 OPS plus. Um, he does offer you positional versatility. He does. If you, had to, if you were in a crazy pinch, you could play him in, the left, in left field. He could play both second base and short. I, so he's got some positional versatility. Yeah. Um, he's beloved in the clubhouse from everything I've yes. read. He's 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 a leader in the clubhouse. Guys love the hell out of him. Um, he is a proven major league hitter. And while he's not going to hit 30 homers, he is a he's an ideal bat to have in a major league lineup because you you can count on the production or at least to have like a productive at bat. Uh he's a pretty damn solid second hitter because Okay. Can I But no, here's I my counter- here's my no 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 cuz let me finish. Let me no, let me finish. Oh, no, oh okay. Well because Do not here's the thing him while he's talking Rosario. <laughs> here's my last point off. though. This is okay. the point though that we always talk about with prospects is like everybody gets sure into their head about well, Arius is coming up. And what about Tyler Freeman? And what about these guys? And it's like, there's no guarantee there's, yeah. on any of these guys. I don't think Arius's bat necessarily will translate that well. Everybody just wants to pencil guys in and like assume this about what's going to happen like with this prospect and this prospect. And like, I feel like people are getting into that zone with Rosario where it's just like, oh, well, screw him because surely Arias is going to come up and just start mashing. And it's like, well, that's definitely not going to be the case. Okay. And like, you you don't know. And same with like Tyler Freeman. It's like, yeah, I don't know if his bat 
skills are going to translate to the majors. Okay, like, so you just don't know, and it's like that's a proven talent. You've said nothing that I disagree with. Everything you've said is, is factual. My counterpoint, however, is if you look at Ahmad Rosario, his OPS plus for his career is ninety three. He's had one season above league average, and that was uh, his 2019 season when he had an OPS plus of 101. He's, but I'm not confident. That he's very he, I mean, league average with the bat. Now, overall, again, like you said, he's never going to mash 30 home runs, and I'm not expecting that. I mean, in six years, he's got 44 home runs. His, his best home run total so far was 15, again, back in that 19 season. And, um, you know, just eyeballing it. That was also his best doubles, you know, best extra base hit season, you know, RBI offensive numbers, best season. And he put up a one oh one that year. My point is, and, and you're correct about the prospects. I'm not sold on Arias translating either. It's guys like Rokio and Freeman that I, I feel very confident in and we're also overlooking owen miller correct i could envision yeah. a world where owen miller slides over to second base yeah yeah Andres moves over to shortstop yes yes the outfield play this year thus far through what? Defensively, oh it's defensively been, been a lot better than anticipated. It's top five in baseball by a lot of metrics. Defensively, it's top five in baseball. That, that I'm just comfortable. If we had to give up a major league ready player, Rosario is that guy. It would have and to be. I mean, we have to be talking about. I'm like. like I mean, I'm never Mike opposed. Trout. Look, I'm not opposed to the idea. <laughs> I'm not. What did you say? I said Mike Trout. Yeah, well, maybe. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Mike Trout is injury prone. Maybe. Wait, actually, wait, let me semi-seriously. Would you give away all all five of your five, all six of the people in the top 100 and Rosario for Mike Trout? Like, 100%. I think the Angels would take it. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. We yes. should Come on. do it tomorrow. Like, you got the minority owner. Come on. You got the minority owner. <laughs> Fucking do it. Okay. Here's, do you, here's a trade that I've been kicking around. in a world where you'd have uh, a lineup that was like Mike Trout and Jose Ramirez hitting like, like that was the guy backing up friggin' Mike Trout. Oh, <laughs> oh you intentional walk city, man. That lineup would be so goddamn yeah. good. Cause then you're taking Miles Straw out of it. And he's been struggling. Like, you move you, him to left field and and you stick Quan in right. Well, you or, do Gonzalez though, or you or Quan becomes your fourth outfielder. Then I I don't know. Or, or maybe platoons yeah, maybe. with straw. Yeah, or that's something. a really really good platoon. Well, here's the I thing: mean, I, I'm not opposed. The possibilities I'm, are endless. Yeah, in that fantasy world, the, the I'm not opposed to trading breaking tomorrow. Zero. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> His owner comes in. It's just like Let here's me, what's going to happen. Let me throw one name out at you, Steve. Because I think this guy could be available. Alejandro Kirk. 
from the Blue Jays. Mm. You know, it's tough, man. And, because and they, go, they go, give us a pitcher, give us some kind of pitching prospect. And I'm not talking, you know, Daniel Espino or, you know, one of our, like, elite, but, like, a good one, uh, a Battenfield. Give us Battenfield and Rosario. It's tough because you're talking like you're talking about like messing with the clubhouse sort of like vibe at this point, and and that's that's also that's also something that you have to factor in. And I'm not and like I'm and it's not like a matter like it's not like Rosario is hitting like 150. He's no right contributing a saw a fair. You know, he's not expected to be the, the yeah, guy no, driving no, in he, runs or anything, he but is. he's having like a, a good run right now. So yes. I'm not opposed to it. I, Alejandro Kirk, I mean, sure. You know, I don't know he's if I. He's hitting over 300. Say, I mean, he's I, over I dig 300. that. He's mashing. I mean, the the only thing is, the issue that I have is that greatest. Like, I would try to, like, here's because here's the thing is the Guardians are in such an incredible position of having, like, so many worthy prospects that, like, they don't have a place for them on the 40-man. And they won't for, like, years coming up. Conceivably, some of these guys... Well, I mean, it's not conceivable. It's straight-up factual. Yeah, Half these guys guys in our top 10 will never play for the Guardians. Well, yeah, because you've extended Straw for five years. If Quan continues to develop, that's okay. Left field's taken. Oscar and Gonzalez, if he continues hitting, right field's taken. Naylor probably eventually ends up as Naylor's your designated your hitter baseman. or first baseman. Yeah. So he doesn't have to like do anything. Owen Miller, he's probably your second baseman. Jimenez, um, Ramirez, that's your like, they're all playing really You're well. They're all playing. Spots. You're running out of spots real you fast. You are. And it's the only, amazing. The only question marks you really truly have. And, and again, I'm I, I, I'm I hate to be jumping off of you know because you know I was driving the 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 Brian Reynolds train all off. Season. You were baby. I mean, all, all three of us truly were. Oh, we know we all wanted. Um, I mean, who would who would have thought a guy named like who would have thought like Stephen Kwan, who I knew nothing about, is like randomly like going to be in the running for Rookie of the Year? Who would have thought Oscar Gonzalez was going to be playing like? Batting three sixty, like over yeah. a one war, and like like literally three weeks of work. Like I, you could. Who would have thought Naylor was going to respond from his injury like this? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people were saying, the dude wasn't going to come back till end of June. Yeah, it's well, it, it's that uh, it you, you would assume that they're like two years ahead of schedule, essentially, in terms of like the development of these players, and you're starting to learn things about some of these players that. Um, all you needed was like that time and the reps and like, and also like yeah. a new viewpoint from Chris Valleca, the hitting coach, you know, it's like he's, yeah. he's worked with, he's even helped improve even Jose Ramirez's game. It's like Ramirez doesn't typically hit for average and here he is hitting over 300. So like there's certainly some little tweaks to his game. I would say that like he's had a hand in, but it's clear that the philosophy they've all bought into this sort of like yeah. contact oriented patient approach following balls balls off like 
do not like doing anything outside you working counts not doing anything outside your capabilities um the it's like it's tough man because i i hate to envision like a world where it's like you traded a med rosario even if you package some prospects and like you still are stuck with like an oscar mercado on your roster it's like I'm yeah, not at a, a point. I'm, Oscar but I'm not at a point as a fourth outfielder. That and that's but what I'm he's not been relegated to here recently. It's true. He's only hitting against lefties. But my my that's issue is that like I'm starting to like I'm not ready to like say like oh well Oscar Gonzalez is your right field answer just because he had like no, he had a good week. No, it's been um, three weeks. It has been and three Owen Miller. Weeks, so we have Owen to Miller had a really hot start. Owen Miller had a very hot start. But he's leveled out. He's hitting like 260 something right now. I think he's down like 263 or something like that. Um, I I need to like I need more time with some of these guys to just like totally fair start to have like a better opinion about it. The same way I'm not ready to say like you know Brian Rocchio's having he's he's having a down year so far in the minors. George Valera, I don't know what he's gonna do. Um, he looks. I mean, he looks the part, Valera. He's he looks the part. Yeah. Him and him and John Kenzie Noel. Ooh, I'm. Oh I mean, John Kenzie God. Noel salivating. Mashing. Steve Mashing. wants to slurp on him, dude. I've been slurping on him for a while because I know I like maybe. I liked him a little bit last year, but this year he's like striking out a little bit more. But like, holy God, is he just like? Yeah, but he's also got un- like 17 home runs already. Yeah, it's but see the <laughs> thing with him is he like. But what happens with him is like, okay, first base is conceivably taken for years. Okay, so then what do you do with Fran Mill Reyes? Like, it's just like now they're starting to enter these like, they might not. Yeah, I mean, they might not. There's going to be some tough questions in in two or three years for sure. They're in a very interesting questions. There were tough questions last year, last offseason with the 40 man. There's going to be tough questions this year with the 40 man. And then in like two to three years, there's going to be tough questions on. Well, we got this, you know, player on on the major league roster, but this guy has done everything we've asked him to in the minors, and we can't keep him down any longer. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna get. I mean, it's it's an incredible issue to have. I, you know, you almost would be like, look, um, I would I would start trading pro like I'd go to some team that's. I'd go to the A's or I'd go to um, any other sort of just like bottom feeding team. And I'd go to them and be like, I, I, I pluck the, each of the like basement dwelling teams, best relievers that I could control and be like, you want this prospect? You can have this prospect. Like I'd go like, give me, do the usual like prospect for a reliever deal. And I'd like beef up the bullpen or I'd go to like, Oakland and be like, what, what can I get for like Pete Blackburn or, you know, it's like, so, so, so I'm trying to like, I'm trying to like visualize like, where is this like, cause like you can never have too much pitching. Clearly the bullpen, I would argue is probably the weakest point of the team. Like I'm not, I, I feel like I'm in a good spot offensively right now where like, if they didn't even do anything, that didn't like, I agree that didn't like, I kind of hope perfectly. They don't do anything crazy offense you know with the with the position players i want them to go for a second starter like a number two starter frankie montas man go after yeah and that's what i was gonna suggest like i 
that's I I think another reliable starter and then some bullpen help. I think you can do do those upgrades without giving up a lot. It's not going to mess with the clubhouse mojo because you're going to trade prospects. And offensively, I just want to keep, even if we don't make the postseason, like I just want to keep seeing what these young guys are going to be because we are going to need to answer these questions at some point. Is Oscar Gonzalez for real? Are we going to bring Valera in? What's going to happen with Noel in a couple of years? Like what, Fran Mill, like what, once he's coming back in a, in in the next week, like what? Yeah, what's that look like? I that's mean, a question. that's exciting. Like if if Framo starts mashing, holy shit! Like and, and I, when, I I am going to be crazy. And when Framo comes back, you know who 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 gets sent down? Yeah, probably. I mean, it's pro- probably I, I think Palacios. it's probably Palacios. Yeah, I think it's. I mean, I, yeah. mean, I think he's the most likely. Palacios is the most likely just because he needs the regular playing time. Yeah. Um, for now. He's going to be a I great, mean, like, now. Mercado fourth outfielder for Certainly. us, I think. He, he, like, he, he is. He looks, the, he looks the mold of being able to play all three outfield spots and, and hit for a decent average. And, well, then that starts to, like, you know, yeah, play. but then it starts to be, like, where, and I, I mentioned Pete Blackburn. It's Paul Blackburn with the A's. I would take him or Frankie Montas, by the way. Um that gets into a, a question about like Nolan Jones, and it's just like he's coming back uh, from his injury with See, the Clippers. And it's just guy, like I, I again, I don't. We've think talked he's got a position on this team. That, it's we used to, we were like, well, the outfield, but like now it's just like, dude, I, I don't think I so. love our outfield. I love the the possibilities with guys coming up. Like I'm for once, I'm happy about our outfield, and I didn't think I'd ever be there. But the one, like, the one guy I, I would like, consider. Oh, go ahead, Steve. No, go ahead. I'll I'll save my thoughts. Oh, I was just gonna say that what I'm what I'm liking, and this relates to the outfield. One that Stephen Kwan catch. Oh my god, I've probably watched it fifty yeah. times. But like our young guys, this I mean, again, this is why you had to extend Franmel or Franmel Jose. Our young guys are doing these little things that are getting you extra runs, extra opportunities that like you never see young guys do. Sure. Sure. They make a few mistakes, but like very smart baseball players and Jose, just how he's able, how he was able over the weekend to steal some runs here or there, get extra bases to provide opportunities to then get a guy on second or get to third. So then a, you could do, you could uh, tag up on like an outfield fly. Like it's, it's just so fun. Fabs to that point. That's, that's a great point. Quan, it seems like he does something at least in one regard, either offensively or defensively, a game that that is key to the game. Yeah, the catch a couple nights ago today, he gets a single. He goes what one for four um, mm-hmm. in in the last game against the Rockies. He gets a single throwing air. He goes from first to third, mm-hmm. and then Rosario Scores gets on. a sack fly. Scores them, you know, gives us that insurance run. It's those right. little things, you know. That's some that that's 2015 Royals baseball. Yeah, yeah. Don't get it started um, because there was some stat. There was a stat. I think it was the 2014 oh Royals or something where it was like no team has ever hit like the like been. It was something. It was some. I I lost the stat, but it was like a stat of like how few home, no team with like as few home runs is like how the Guardians have hit. Have been this good offensively, like it doesn't translate since typically. Since the 2014 like, Royals, since like the 2014 Royals, like basically 
it's that same concept. It's the, you know, not everybody's going to be a power hitter, but the entire lineup can hit. It's like, yeah, to to have, to have these innings where they're piecing together three or four hits or like you said, like, you know, they're taking their sack flies. They're taking the, they're taking the ground outs. They're taking the RBI ground outs. Like they're piecing together these runs and like, that's fundamental baseball, man. And, um, I don't know. It's, and that's it's, harder on pitchers. Those oh, long, those long innings is so much more aggravating for pitchers. And in the postseason, you are going to drain the hell out of a bullpen over the course of five games or seven. Well, especially games, in the yeah, as opposed to just the playoffs. clearing both, the bases. Yeah, both both physically and mentally. Yeah, no, it's the worst. As someone who was a pitcher, I would much rather just give up a two run home run than give up a base hit, give up a double, give up a base hit. Give up a sack fly. Give up a ground out. Give up a base hit. It's, I don't want to face seven batters. Like what? No. Like just because yeah. all those at bats can go three, four, five pitches. Like I'd rather throw the one bad pitch as opposed to give up going through an inning throwing twenty eight pitches yeah. with the same result. Yeah. 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 Steve, you said it, something earlier that I wanted to quickly touch on. The draft is coming up in about a month. And your your philosophy of trading some of these young prospects for bullpen arms, um, I like. And it got me, th- so, so tying it into the draft, I, and I was thinking, if the Guardians can, uh, can find three pitchers per draft that contribute, this pitching pipeline just churns and burns, baby. Oh, yeah. And then... You ship off one or two guys. Maybe you know. Maybe you 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 miss you you you. Some of those prospects do pan out, and and the trade doesn't you know go a hundred thousand percent in our favor. Um, you know, and the guy we get back, we only have for two years in the bullpen or whatever. But my question is, would you be on board seeing them go another year heavy on pitching? to kind of keep that pipeline going or would you be okay with them taking a step back letting some of this pitching kind of right even itself out in the minors mm. that's a good that's a good question i because that's well here's cause the thing another, is i mean if we go another 18 pitchers that's gonna start causing log jams in the minors look right. at the rotation that akron has Ooh, that is oh my god video game. it's beautiful it's beautiful. And, and and you have to ask yourself, like, what the hell? I mean, like, where are the, half those guys going to be? Yeah, where are they going to end up? Like, I mean, some no matter end up what in the you bullpen, do, some might end up yeah, in the rotation. I mean, just no matter what you do, though, it's like it's it's probably a virtual impossibility that all of them will end up playing. Sure. And again, they're the prospects, you know. Right. We, exactly. We should, so, like. My thinking is like, because they do have some, I mean, they've had plenty of success in like the international signings over the years. The international signings is where they're getting all these position player kids. Um, so that and, that's worked pretty well to that regard. Um, I, I'm i not opposed to it because like, dude, I mean, you can never have too much pitching. Obviously, that's the, yeah, no, the oldest adage ever in, in baseball. So I wouldn't be opposed to it, um, especially because they are really good adept at acquiring offensive talent 
in other facets. Like sure. Naylor and Naylor and Owen Miller came from San Diego. Um which they could they could I know easily we talk about package. that trade, but we need to talk about that trade again. <laughs> like, dude, wait till like, Joey Cantillo. Like, I think we need to like I think we need to talk about that trade. Like I think it's like mandatory until Guardians fans as a whole, like the casual ones, know how much of a fleecing that trade was, or or, or at least appears to be. I think we have to have Joey can't every, tell quarter, it, every quarter we need to have an episode on that trade. It's crazy. It's just <laughs> I love it. Cantillo was just Eastern League pitcher of the month in May. Yeah. Like that and he was the guy because of injuries that everybody forgot from that deal. So like yeah. he's like back in action and <laughs> winning the award. So I mean yeah. that's the thing is like you could package prospects and get a Brian Reynolds, a uh you know, Austin Hayes, a Trey Mancini, um, a Ramon Lariano, if you wanted to go that route. Got, like, you can up, which I wouldn't, but you could, or an Alejandro Kirk. I, I, like, there are ways to find the guy could, who's got a little bit of bat and power. Trey Mancini, baby. Give it. Give it. I want it. I want it real bad. He's I land on one year deal. That's the only Well, reason he's got an option for no. next year. Yeah. I mean, maybe I like he him comes here and signs. Well, well, I do have a segue. So finish your thought. And I have a segue. No, hit me with that segue. All right. We'll jump into it because I know I know we didn't want to go super long tonight, but there was other news today. Oh, yeah. Get us there. Fabs. Uh, you did uh-huh. mention this before. You know, what do you do? Um. Well, with today's news that Major League Baseball has approved the minority share stake going to at least David Blitzer. I don't know if his business partner, um, Harris, I forget his first name. I'll call him Joe Harris in honor of former Cavs great Joe Harris. (laughs) And if anybody gets that joke, good on you. But at least David Blitzer is, is... buying a minority share, if I could talk, of at least 25%, and he's probably going to take over a controlling interest within five to six years. Um, Hopefully his infusion of cash solves some of the problems that you were saying before. I don't know if all the problems can be fixed, um, but I think I'd go out on a limb and say 80% of them, I think, can be fixed. Yeah. I think we're going to get some good extensions. Like, I think Thankfully, they already started that process. Yep. Um, so it's the perfect – it really is the perfect time for this to happen, even if it's going to be – I was explaining this to my dad. He's like, so we're going to get a bunch of free agents. I'm like, well, we don't really need a bunch of free agents, thankfully. Like, maybe we might get one or two, like, some free agents. Um, but, like – what it does, it, it keeps that window open. It it allows yeah. you to have the the Jose Ramirez window with with these young guys, and that's that. It's super exciting. But and, that also gives you the opportunity to either go sign some veteran pitcher or for like a year, or right, bring right. bring a Trey Mancini in for like yeah. a three year deal, or yep. something where like you you can you can fill in a gap in the lineup or the or the pitching staff you know, through a deal that's not going to like burn you because you spent 
150 million dollars on like a bum, no but those, you know? those so, guys that that those guys that we were always talking about that are maybe like the tier two free agents that were like oh this guy would make a ton of sense here and always they always seem to end up in milwaukee and they always seem to at least have a good year and a half on like mm-hmm. a three-year deal maybe we get like, one of those guys yeah wouldn't it like, be nice if like one day when like a lorenzo guys, Kane. Like, yeah, like Lorenzo yeah. Cain's like on the market or like when they had Andrew McCutcheon or whatever. It's yeah, exactly. Like or the Jock Peterson in uh San Francisco. Like one of these years it would be cool if like or Jesse some Winker signed, just re-signed with the Mariners. I saw that. You see that I little that. extension yes. he got? That's man he got nothing. No, yeah. that was also there's there was the money attached with uh Suarez's deal. And Peterson makes me nervous with his fantasy football. Like drama, hot so. takes. Yeah, I mean, that's true, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah, I can't have a guy like that in my clubhouse. <laughs> like, can't getting have in that fancy guy. football that fights. That guy's like, I don't understand one... what they're fucking fighting about. It's, it's June. Like, what fantasy well, football league also, are they? Like, Is it USFL? Also, I used to think like <laughs> they're very, I was like, they're I, very into <laughs> yeah. it. It's actually, it's actually a dynasty. It's actually a dynasty league, Fabs. This is what they didn't tell you. It's a dynasty league. And not only does it encompass the NFL, but it also encompasses all these other, you know, startup teams. Oh, all teams. the subweaves and like yeah, college football. Yeah, well, yeah. I was like, so that's, I, it's it's pretty it's pretty hardcore, man. At the beginning of the season, <laughs> I was into the idea of trading for Tommy Pham, like at the trade deadline. But I'm like, this dude is clearly a psycho that he waited until he saw this guy during the next season to beat his ass. I don't know, man. A dispute I, I got, they had. I got like, some mad. I got some mad props for a guy who could hold a grudge that long. That's unhinged behavior to like <laughs> physically assault the dude. Like that's crazy. Like, like I, dude, and also like, dude, Tommy Pham is 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 a millionaire many times over, and he cares yes. about like the goddamn like winnings of like this. Fantasy yes. football. Yeah, oh, it was. It was the equivalent of like if we did a fantasy football league, and it was like. The buy-in was five cents. And then, like, I, when I saw you, Fabs, the next time out in, like, L.A., I came to visit, and I, like, slapped you in, <laughs> yeah. on, in the face yeah, you, uh, in front I of your kids. I picked you up in the airport, you, just, you <laughs> smacked me across the face, you and will I start sobbing. <laughs> oh, my God. Which, by the way, are you going to one of the, any of the games this weekend? The Dodgers games? Yeah. I, I am not, because it is, like, oh. 107 degrees. It is so Dude. hot out here. Like, it's... Dude. I know. I buy one of those cooling towels off of Amazon and go to the game. Okay. Well, we, yeah, have a, you, we have a birthday fun- party on Saturday, and then Sunday, I get to watch TV by myself and go to the movies by myself. And Ooh, like, I, I think I'm gonna do really the same wanna, thing. Yeah, I don't want to give that up to like take the kids to a baseball game. Yeah, yeah right. Suffer through that. <laughs> Spend no, like hundred and fifty dollars. To get screamed at and be get sunburned and be like, oh, what? Why did I choose this for Father's Day? And like, of course, that would be the game where like the Guardians get like blasted like ten to three. Yeah, they'll win yeah. the first two games and they'll lose like fifteen to one. And, I'll, and like Dodger fans will pour stuff on me as I'm leaving. <laughs> oh my god! The fun thing about like you being in LA, dude, is this summer and into the fall, we'll get to like get periodic updates on whatever like horrid climate stuff's going on over there like you'll oh, be recording yeah, yeah, you'll no, be recording with like a wildfire down the street in like three months yeah no it's great it's great yeah 
So that's exciting. That'll always be a fun thing hanging over the episodes. Yeah. I'll give a weather update each episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Please do. So 107 heat degrees. In, heat index this weekend. is uh, 106 today. Yeah, it was like 104 yesterday. Oh, Great. Um, yeah, it's a dry heat. It's a dry heat, so don't worry. Uh, there are oh, no okay, mosquitoes, which is which makes it a lot better, but uh, it still is like insufferable. Uh, yeah, I can imagine. Um, all right, yeah. So uh, I guess the uh, the only thing, um, I, and we can certainly talk more about like Blitzer and stuff in in his role. Yeah, um, yeah, no, forward. It, it's it's develop it's a developing story. So I mean, I yeah. think we'll definitely have to uh, to give it some more. Uh, room to breathe and we'll find out tomorrow it's actually wolf blitzer and like it's some like really bad deal for the guardians (laughs) it's not what we thought at all well i remember when wolf blitzer was in a was in a mission impossible movie (laughs) that's right dude the wolf blitzer the wolf blitzer cinematic universe is incredible Uh, i he's got like some his credits are like pretty legit but yeah, yeah, he had he had. It wasn't just him. Like yeah, it wasn't just him doing a CNN desk thing. It was him in the scene. It was Wolf yeah, Blitzer, being st- Ethan Hunt, <laughs> disguised as Wolf Blitzer. Yes, <laughs> that was a. Oh man, that might have been some of Tom Cruise's best acting. It's incredible. I, I love <laughs> yes. it so much. Yeah, he really got lost in that role. Got, well, got I will really say this: the last and deep into the character. Yes. Uh, all right, the last, I guess we'll just close on this. Um, your Cleveland Guardians are currently the third wildcard team in the American League, a half game ahead of the Red Sox. Yeah. That could all change by the time you hear this episode, but it's June 17th as of this recording, and that's where they sit. So, I mean, and next 17 hold, hold games. On. Hold oh, on. God. I'm, I'm going to throw out one final stat. Just bear with me. Bear with me. I, I do love baseball reference, so let me... You like their postseason odds. I know you like them. And you son of a gun, you read my freaking mind. As of today, postseason odds, just a shade under 57%. And um, our odds to win the World Series, almost 3%, boys. (laughs) Wow. Let's go. Good night. Enjoy this episode. I'll Great say if we can you. get through <laughs> these next 17 games with like a 10 and 7 record, oh my god, like I will feel like we are going to win the division. We got to play 500 ball. We got to play 500 Dodgers, ball. Yep. 8 games against the Twins. 5 of them are at home though, so that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yankees, Sox, so we play we can get let's go 17 and 0 and we we will be <laughs> way up in the division. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Like we will be catching the Yankees for the one seed. So yeah. Well, if we go seventeen and zero, that would be like a twenty-one game winning streak. Oh, you're right. It would be a huge winning streak. Yes. Like so. And yet, there's still also not as that. big as. And <laughs> still not. Still yeah, not, not the not, biggest one that they've ever not, had. Yeah, we'll still be a game off. Yeah. Well, maybe they'll break that record this year. We'll see. But it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting. I mean, I don't I don't know if you could ask for much more out of like how the season's gone. And it's if you're like not paying attention for whatever reason, you're missing you know, out. You are yeah. absolutely missing out, and I feel very bad for you if you. It's the somehow, beginning like, of something special for like years is, to come. This so. team is so fun, 
And mm-hmm. Fabs, you said it at the be- at the top of the episode. They're young, they're fun, and um, we need to enjoy the and trust the process. I'm going to add that little wrinkle to it. Ooh, 76 They're style. young, dumb, and full of cum. <laughs> quote Gary Busey in <laughs> uh, point, uh, point Break. In Point Is Break, point, yeah. Point break? yeah. Anytime, anytime you can get a Gary Busey yeah. uh, drop in. <laughs> Any Point Break reference, I'm in. Um, uh, yeah, all right. You know what? I'm, I'm not going to tell you to do this every episode, but if, if you did, but, it wouldn't be yeah. the worst thing. But do it. I'll find I'll find so spot for so it. for our listeners, yeah. just be prepared. Yeah. All right. More Gary Busey. <laughs> yeah. Uh all right. Well uh yeah, <laughs> mentally prepare for that. And then in the meantime, rate and review and subscribe and all that good stuff. And uh you know, let's see what they can do against the Dodgers and uh I guess the twins moving forward. So it's gonna be exciting. Um but in the meantime, catch us on social too at Calpino Pod. We'll catch you guys later. <laughs> <laughs>